In today's episode, we're going to be asking the simple question. In all of this craziness today, with all of the philosophies going back and forth and all of the political opinions and and beliefs and values, how do I know as a Christian if what I believe is absolutely true? So we're going to dive into that on Soul Zero Two today. And welcome to Soul Zero Two. This is the podcast that is putting the oxygen back into the Christian life one soul at a time. And today we're going to be talking about how do I know if what I believe is true? Uh, what makes Christianity uh, true and other religions false? And it sounds almost arrogant, it sounds almost audacious and ridiculous, but we're going to talk about that today because today there are so many conflicting views and it's nothing new, but when whenever there's a world crisis like the pandemic, uh, people's beliefs and values tend to rise to the surface with great force. And uh, so how do I know if if what I believe is true? And that's a question that we have to ask and we have to um, uh, continue to ask ourselves because as we, as we look to God uh, in our lives, we have to know what we believe and why we believe it. Um, indoctrination tells you kind of like what to believe, but you have to know why you believe what you believe. And we live in these uncertain times, times where... Up is down, down is up, right is wrong, wrong is right, and you might be tempted to question your very belief in Christ. And in an ocean of diverse beliefs, how do you know if what you believe in Christ is absolutely, positively true? But first, let me talk about briefly what makes what makes Christianity not true. Uh, or, or I'll phrase it this way, what are some things that, that make Christianity not true? And uh, here, here's a couple of things, um, but one of them is obviously the Bible. The Bible itself does not make Christianity true. Did you know that? Uh, if 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 that weren't true, then you could convince anybody, and just and they'll be you know believers. So just because something is in the Bible doesn't make it true, but rather it's true. Or let me let me re- rephrase it this way: something is not true because it's in the Bible. Rather, it's in the Bible because it is true. Because truth existed before the written word in Christ, right, from eternity. Uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later a little bit. But uh, what about theology, maybe? Theology is the study of God. And, you know, how do we know God? How do we, how do we understand Him? That, that can't prove God. And that doesn't make Christianity true. What about the church itself? When a church makes a declaration or a statement to the world, and the world kind of thumbs its nose and says, "I don't care," you know what what the Catholic Church said or what this church said about what we should do. I don't really care. So the church doesn't really make Christianity true by proclamations or by its by its behavior. What about my truth? We hear a lot today about my truth. What makes sense to me? And you have a host of people changing. You know who they are, uh, changing their beliefs, changing their physical appearance, all these things because of their truth. And um, we have uh, social media. Some people, especially their younger generation, tend to look at social media as the place where they get their truth and perspective. What about people who swear oaths, saying, I believe in God or I believe in this, I swear, you know? Uh, that doesn't make anything true. What about argument logic? What about study? All, all those things don't make God true. They don't make what you believe true. 
saying that I have this belief or that belief isn't proof that that belief has you. It takes something much deeper to prove that something is true. So what the question is, what does make Christianity true? What does make Christianity true? And as we look at um, uh, the uh, the uh, the scriptures, um, uh, there's so much to say about it. But and I, I'm going to read one a little later. But first, I want to give you this one here: that that um, what makes Christianity true is the idea that it's the only religion that really claims absolute truth. Think about this for a second. Is what you believe objective or is what you believe subjective? And, and when I, what, do I, what do I mean when I say that? That Christianity is the only religion that really says this is true absolutely and the only choices you have is to believe it or not. If you believe it, you'll live forever. If you don't believe it, you're condemned forever. I mean, that, that's pretty audacious when you think about it and, and even offensive to the flesh. But some say, I've got my own truth about God. You serve God your way. I'll serve God my way. So each his own. And why doesn't that work? Why can't that work? Because the person who says that is taking that truth based on themselves. That truth is coming out of them. It's subjective. Subjective means personal. It's my personal truth. But objective means that the truth comes from outside of me. That a referee in the universe calls all the shots Absolutely, no question, and that's the way it is, whether I like it or not. And it's offensive, but yet there is safety to that, because it means that somebody on the other side of the world can't say, I make my own truth, so I'm going to kill a million people, and that's, that's my worship, that's my joy, that's my reality, that's my truth. So you, you need someone who is outside of it, and who's absolutely defined and made of love. And that's God. God is love. His essential nature is love, who calls the shots. And that's why when someone doesn't believe in uh, objective truth, you know, truth outside of ourself, truth that I didn't make up, it's like jumping out of a plane and saying, I don't believe in gravity. I'm going to make my own law. And you'll find out really quick whether you're right or not. In a few seconds, I'd say. So truth cannot be subjective. It has to be absolute. And this is true because if it weren't, then a person can just make up anything and call it truth. But unfortunately, that truth will be, will be inside themselves. It won't be from outside and objective and based on love. It will be based on their own desire, their own bent, their own convenience. And this is what I mean by the truth can't come from you or me. It has to come from God, objectively. The only real choice that you and I have is that our personal beliefs cannot override absolute truth. We can only choose to obey truth or not obey truth. And that's the choice God gives us. He says in the Scriptures, Choose you this day whom you will serve. And Jesus put it very radically, and you don't hear this in any other religion, when He said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the light. No man comes to the Father but by me. And he wasn't being arrogant, he wasn't being mean, he was stating a fact. Something has to be absolute in this universe. Something that we can live by and die by. 
And that's Jesus. That's the truth of God's Word. And that's where it comes from. Uh, and, and the Word of God, right? So, but another area where truth has to be seen and, and where, where it has to kind of resonate is, is this next one here, and that is its fruit. What makes Christianity true? It's fruit. And what do I mean by its fruit? Uh, very simply, uh, I mean that when when you uh, look at uh, you know re- recently uh, a famous person, Ravi Zacharias, unfortunately had passed away, and all of these uh, accusations have come out against his life, and they've done two investigations that they turned out to be true. The allegations of of sexual misconduct and all these things. And I say this because my heart breaks for victims, but also for him who was not in a good place in his life. You know, he was maybe depressed or suffering or something was something was wrong there. Um, so what I'm saying is you have the world's greatest apologists, one of the world's greatest apologists for Christ, uh, falling into sin in such a radical way. And uh, almost instantly, atheists and, and detractors went on the web and just really attacked him and said, see, that's why you know Christianity is not true. And yet, we know that Christianity cannot be true based, based on what someone says because he was an apologist. But it has to be because there's fruit. It has to be because there is fruit in one's life. And what God's grace does in a person's life is the ultimate testimony of what is real and what is true. Matthew 16, 17 says, You will know them, you will know them by their fruits. And then it says, Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. And as we as we look at these, these scriptures, I mean, they're, they're very powerful when you think about them. But, um, but uh, I like something that Frederick Buchner said. Frederick Buchner is one of my favorite guys, and... And he um, uh, is just a great leader, you know, great pastor, and just a great, great man. But he he basically said um, uh, what ultimately, and where do we have it? Let me let me give it to you here. We, we have it here. Um, and and the unfortunate part about radio is you can't see the slide that I'm that I'm showing here. But uh, he said what ultimately makes Christianity true is where it shows up in your life. And that is a very, very powerful way of putting it. That was the reason why I shared this today, because truth means nothing if, if it doesn't show up in my life. How do you know if medicine is working? It shows up in your body, right? It shows up by making you better. How do you know if Christianity is working? It's changing your life. It's transforming your life. And belief is more important than mental agreement or arguments or or anything that I can bring logically and, and say this is my argument and this proves Christianity. All that means nothing if it's not really showing up in the very core of my being. And I can I can be the world's greatest apologist, which I'm far from that. You know, Ravi Zacharias and others were just phenomenal. Um the, the world's I could be the world's best debater for God, but if if what I argue isn't showing up in my life, then it can't be true. Until it becomes action, it's only a lovely idea. And one thing that uh, 
C.S. Lewis once said is is about forgiveness. He said he said that everyone uh, believes that uh, forgiveness is a lovely idea until they have to forgive. And isn't that true that we love ideas? We love we love the idea of values until we have to live those values. And so we need to have you know, the absolute truth, but we also need to live it. We also need to have that fruit in our life, right? So let, let me let me say this, and we'll close it up today, but your belief should have two basic things, fruitfulness and refraction. And fruitfulness meaning, is, is your belief in Christ uh, producing fruit in your life, like we just mentioned, where it's showing up in places in your life where stuff that was unwholesome and unhealthy and wrong is now going away because God is replacing it with His grace and His life in you. That's fruitfulness. And that's why salvation is more, it, it's, it's not about rescue from hell, even though I, you know, I believe there is a hell, but that's only a side effect. Real salvation is about making you whole again as a person so that you don't live the way you did before. And so fruitfulness, but also refraction. Refraction has the connotation of you know, imagine a lens, a, a large lens with light passing through it. And what I do, how I live, what I say, must come out in the world the way my the way light is reflected refracted through a lens. And my life in Christ has to be refracted through a lens. And that's why I had to believe more than doctrines in church and more than you know, uh, catechisms and, and indoctrination, it has to show up in my life and it has to manifest to those around me who don't know God. So if you find value uh, value in this podcast, please click the like button, button, join our YouTube channel, check out our website, soul02.com. And, uh, and uh, I love being with you guys and thank you so much for joining us today. Until next time, God bless.